Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we're going to need a bigger beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week, we are reading Jaws by... Peter Benchley. Peter Benchley. Not Peter Dinklish. Bench in the adverbial form. Adverbial form. <laughs> and we're starting with this beer called The Goat from McKellar Brewing San Diego, a triple IPA that April... Why, Nate? Why would you bring this? Because Jaws is a really... If you didn't know this, then you're dumb. But uh, So Jaws <laughs> is a really big shark. Means Not a goat. <laughs> he is the greatest of all time. Just like shark. Kanye said. I'm going to let you finish, but uh, I want to finish <laughs> this beer, actually. So this is a triple IPA that is 11.2% alcohol. Ooh. And it uh, provides a blast of tropical fruit aromas, a firm citrus foundation, and supporting resin. It is... Fantastic. It's a lot. That's really nice. It's very nice. That yeah. is this is might be a bit much for me. Oh, because you're fucking you suck. I do suck. I, I am loving this. This is really delicious. It is, it's, it's pretty good. I, I definitely couldn't drink a lot of it. It's 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 heavy. I mean it's not heavy, but it's like it's got a lot of you know emotional weight to it. Well here, let's balance it off real fast with a lighter beer. Yeah. Cause we got a lot of beers for a fucking stupid book. It's got about four pages of plot. This is from Harpoon. Who's Poon? <laughs> Sorry, it's Harpoon. <laughs> it's Harpoon. <laughs> we actually have two Harpoon beers today. Oh my but God. This one is called. It's a this one is called. <laughs> this one is called Rec League. This is a three point eight percent alcohol. Three point eight hazy light. That's nothing. So now we have gone both ends of the spectrum. Feels like I'm not even drinking. I think I just breathed that beer in. <laughs> it tastes nice, actually. It is perfectly fine, but it doesn't taste like beer. It tastes like a beer juice. This is a fan. If I were sitting on a goddamn hot ass, you could have Long Island beach. Of fishing be boat. Fine. This is good fishing beer. Easy, you won't get shit faced and eaten by a shark. Yeah, that's important too. Which is the only plot point in this book that matters. <laughs> Don't give away the ending, dude. It's okay, it's the beginning. So, the book. Uh, it, this is the same. Jaws, that became the very, very famous Spielberg film. Yep. Which is considered like a, one of the great it's American films. It's the first summer blockbuster. Is that right? It is. <laughs> it's the film that puts Spielberg on the map. I don't know. I don't know enough film history of uh, Spielberg. That's all I know. Anymore. From what I understand, like, it was really annoying to film this just because getting the mechanical shark to work also was a the real pain in the ass. The shark's agent was a pain in the ass. <laughs> he demanded all this extra money. Yeah. No, uh, the mechanical shark was like really difficult and it like took extra time to like film it and the studio was really pissed at Steven Spielberg and then it came out and it was a huge hit. In fact, because this is like kind of a horror movie, but it was only rated PG the movie ratings association, whatever there was, they invented PG 13 after this came out. Cause they realized, cause like PG, that's like, I can't believe this was PG. That's like a Disney movie. People get eaten in half. Well, you see, here's the thing. PG 13 didn't exist. It was like it was PG just kids and, R. and then it was R. Yeah. So they needed <laughs> something. They needed no something sense of nuance in between that. But, but PG 13 didn't come out till the eighties. It was, this it was like 75. So it this became, was 74. The book it, is 73 or 74. No, yeah. The book is like 68. Is that really that old? Oh, wow. I thought so. 
Okay, I, I, I thought the, the racism movie. in this book made it seem that old. Uh, yeah. 1948 is the racism seemed like. Or 1848. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, they would have used a different word. Yeah. Hold on. I, I, I believe you. But, but PG-13... 74 think, novel. Okay. Okay. No. They turned sure. it around fast. Wow, that was really racist then. <laughs> Keep in mind, it's in Long Island. So, yeah. so it's, it's still accurate to this day. It was progressive <laughs> for 1974. <laughs> Though in the movie, it takes place in Cape Cod, right? Nantucket. Nantucket. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was confused about, because I you know everyone knows the movie, and no one knows this was a book, because it's a stupid fucking book. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so I was really confused, because he kept talking about Long Island stuff, and like he talked about, you know, people from Queens coming to mug them. It's like, are there another Queens in Massachusetts that I'm unaware of? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the book was Long Island. Oh, yeah. Amity. Next to Amityville, so it's ghosts and sharks. Bad place to be. I didn't really think of checking if Amity was a real place, but is that a real place? Amityville is a real place. I know that's a real place. I don't place. know if Amity is. And it's a horror. But the, the racism embodied in Amity is 100% accurate. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. So the book, there's a shark. Yeah, okay. So it, there's a lot of it that is just like the movie, though the movie left out some pretty stupid parts. We'll oh, talk about those two. Did it ever? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it left out most of the stupid parts. It's a summer beach town, and it's the very beginning of the summer season. And and, and actually, the first scene of the book is also the first scene of the movie, or, or pretty close. Where a girl is out on the beach at night, and she decides to go skinny dipping in the in the ocean, and then gets her attention gets, right away. Yeah, gets eaten by a shark. Well, she fucks the dude on the beach and they're so high and drunk that he just passes out. Yeah. She's and like, she goes swimming. Yeah, big. And he's like, yeah, she goes swimming and gets eaten. But he wakes up in the morning and is like, wait, where'd she go? Did she not wake me up? What the hell? Goes in the house. Wait, where is she? I don't know. And then looks at all the other, looks in all the rooms and then decides to like wake up the owner of the beach house. Like, uh, I think we have a problem. And then they call the police. And the police are like, oh, we got a floater. Yeah. The, po- the, term. the police work is really, really terrible. Yes. There's a point where they're like, do you think she got eaten by a shark? He's like, well, unless we get a motive, I'm going to say shark. <laughs> like, they don't even pretend to do anything. I don't have a motive. It's for someone to just murder a young single woman. So it must have been a shark. Anyway, they call the police. The police are like, yeah, okay, I guess we'll look at it, whatever. And so they look at, they look around and then Brody, who is the chief of police, cock of the walk. Yeah. Indeed. Slash, except to his wife. He's the cop of the walk. (laughs) Oh, like Brody is such a, like a fucking douchey surfer name. Yeah. He's from Long Island. Say, hey, Brody. I just, I can't take him seriously with that name. You don't it's have to take them seriously. Oh, I don't take anything in this book seriously. Uh, and then, so they find, like, a half-eaten, like, just, like, what was that, a shoulder and an arm? They find it, like, torso up. And they talk about how flat her boob was. <laughs> yeah. Because she was dead. That was, that she was, was like, dead the main, her back. that was one of the big details. <laughs> and he puked because he... her boob was flat. <laughs> Gross, dude. Can't see anything less than a bee. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't that she was small boobed, it was that she was dead and it looked deflated like an old basketball or some <laughs> shit. There was yeah, that's basically that was what, what they it said. was fucking weird. It was very strange. Also, like the first page or two of this book was from the shark's perspective. Yeah. And it was clear that whatever the 
Mr. Benchley did was the Michael Crichton route of showing off all the shark knowledge he could find on whatever the 74 version of Wikipedia was. Page one and two. Uh, yeah. Encyclopedia like, Britannica. Look at these <laughs> random facts of sharks I have. And he listed off like five or six and then we get into the book. We're just like, okay. And yeah, it never you... really comes back. I, I There's like it... another page of it somewhere near the end, but when that's it, it. When it's a uh, hunt and it kills a kill. Yeah. Like, kill just like, raft. shark facts. Now book. Some shark facts. Now book. It's like, it's like the shark, the fish. They keep calling it the fish. If it ever stopped swimming, it would drown, but it can't. <laughs> and it just goes on impulse it senses something. Could it be food? Probably. It's food. <laughs> and that's, that's really it's what a it deflated is. tit. <laughs> More like a, a not so great white dem titties, that is. Though <laughs> Peter Benchley, from the context of the book, was a really concerned with the greatness of whites. We've got to get into that. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. You know what else would be great? Another beer. Oh, my God. Well, you know, they're on Long Island, so let's have this beer. Fuck you, Nantucket. This is from uh, this is from Queens, New York, which is geographically on Long Island, but and, not in spirit. Uh, and it is from McKellar, NYC. We've been there a couple times now. We should try to finagle our way back in there. And this is called Cross Island Sauce. It is a Northern Queens IPA with pineapple. Is that a? Is that That's what it says. Sense? I don't know what Jesus. the fuck that means. The fuck? I don't know I don't what a Northern that. Queens IPA is. I think they're just saying it's like. A, yeah, I think no, that they just made that up because they're in Northern Queens. They're in Flushing. Yeah. That's what they're trying to say. Not Strong Island. If you don't know, McKellar NYC is actually in uh, City Field, where the New York Mess plays. Right. Well, the Cross Island uh, takes you out there to Long Island, and uh, the sauce part, making fun of the Queen's accent, of course, which comes back later in the book. So there you go. This beer is pretty solid. It's fine. It's it's a, it's got a quite a bitter aftertaste. I think I, I had to say, I uh, not that this is going to get us invited back there anytime soon. McKellar NYC makes a lot of decent beers. And a handful of stellar beers. But most of the ones I have from there are just kind of like, that's good. That's fine. So uh, they're out here in Amity looking mm-hmm. for, they find a dead drifter girl. And uh, everyone's like, oh, that's, that's a bummer. What a waste. That could kind of fuck up the summer. Yeah. Because they are very worried, mostly because this town is entirely dependent on the summer crowd of douchebags that swarm into it like ass locusts and just... <laughs> uh, low cunts, I think they're called. Low cunts, yes. And they just, you know, subsidize the rest of the year with their summer money because I, I guess cocaine had been invented at this point. <laughs> but that's it. So the whole book is the pressure of, do we close the beaches? No, the summer cunts won't come if there's a shark. Yeah, and, and the, the town's select men... They yeah, say that the, word like a it was it's like times. the town council or something, but it's a weird a weird term. A is, that, is that like a real specific term? I'm or sure it's like a Long Island off. thing. Yeah, I, I never really heard that before. No, it's dumb as shit. Anyway, first, both the sort of not the mayor because I don't like quite have a mayor, but this, the the select leader or whatever he's yeah, is. and the the most selected editor and the newspaper editor are both like, no, don't close the beaches. It's fine. Yeah, like don't, it'll be so bad for the town. Don't close the beaches. So the so and everyone's like, Brody like a, is like, okay, fine. Everyone's like a hard boiled like joke noir character. Like the uh, the newspaper editor is like so fat and disgusting, and he eats just trash all the time. And Brody's yeah. not sure how he's still alive, but he does it. Like he has a burger and a dozen donuts and a Virginia ham. 
<laughs> and a slushy and an entire and he's rack like, of baby back ribs for lunch. <laughs> he's like eating uh, it. And oh. a beer? And a beer. And oh. a beer. Right, here we go. And he's like eating it over the dead girl's body. <laughs> and he's like dropping ribs on her. He's like, oh, yep. She um, lost a few. She needs more. She dead. <laughs> he just does, he's just disgusting. Print that. That's a good story. He's like, He's the grossest. This is a well. It's a the reason we're doing this book is not this because is a we get it flying Bronx fuck about Brewery Summer Ale. Yeah, there we go. Pale ale with lemon peel, five point two percent alcohol. It's a really good summer beer. I could pound this and uh, go hunt for a man-eating shark. It is very lemony. Yeah, it's Fun. like a distinct. Yeah, it's it's nice. like it's like someone shoved a lemon into a perfectly adequate summer beer. Yeah, I dig it. Gives it a lightness. Yeah. Very straightforward, but with a bucket of lemon. Probably one of the better Bronx brewery beers I've had. Yeah, I've there's I've never had one from there that was just like wow, great. Yeah, there's been some that are solid, but this is for what it is for a summer ale. This is actually really quite good. So uh, yeah, everyone's like uh, so. Oh, Brody decides. Like Larry is Larry the guy's name. The uh, probably who the fuck cares? The like the head of the town who's like. No, my partners, my partners don't want you to with close his the beach. Partners who are obviously the mob. Yeah, everyone's like, I've never met his partners, but he must have them. What the fuck was that guy's name? I'm saying, uh, I, I really think it's V. Vinny? No. Vaughn. Vaughn might have been his last. I think it was Larry Vaughn was his name. And he's like, Listen, Brody, come on. Larry Vaughn is his name. Yeah. He's like, well, I'll have you removed as the head of the chief chief of police because this is like an elected position. So you'll fucking lose your job making. Eighteen hundred dollars a year. Yeah, they said at the point his, his salary was like thirteen or fifteen thousand dollars. It sucks. A year. He gets paid garbage. But you know, out there, that was fine. Well, it's it's tightish because he has to support it himself. I mean, everyone that lives in town is a poor. Yeah, they're, they 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 are they're, seasonally the, lush. Most the, of the book is the, is you know people shit talking about the difference between like the year rounders and the summer crowd. Because the year-rounders are just the locals who are there all the time. And then there's a whole bunch of people that come in the summer. And they're oh. fancy people. Beer drinkers, yes. I thought that was going to be a much bigger part of the book. I, I, when I started reading, I was like, this is an interesting They talk about thing. it a lot. Well, it kind of was because of the wife and yes. her oh, thing. Which, which was the <laughs> most important part. They just cut out of the movie because it was stupid as shit. Yeah. So this is fancy people from uh, Finback. I think we've had this already, actually. I'm pretty sure we did, yeah. For a short story. Jimmy didn't know. This is a hoppy blonde ale with guava, coconut, and a pineapple. 5% and change. Five that is it's lovely as shit. Right? They could have called this an IPA. Or, a, you know, a hoppy pale or something. Yeah. Calling it a blonde ale tells you about Finback. I don't know what blonde ale really means. I don't think it's a real thing. <laughs> it's, I, I could not tell you the, the, the technical distinction between a blonde ale and a pale ale. It's slutier. <laughs> but Finback takes IPA goddamn seriously because a lesser brewery would have called this an IPA. Don't you think? Yeah. Or or at least a hoppy pale ale. I just don't, I don't know, know what the like fuck that. the difference is at all. It seems like it's just dealer's choice. At, at a certain point, there is. But if but if you were to call everything an IPA, it cheapens that brand, you know? And Finback puts out like, you know... 10, IPA, 10 new IPAs a month or something ridiculous like that. So many. What? They have at least one or two new beers a week. Well, when we were there for Mike's party, they have twelve things on tap, eleven of which were IPAs. Well, yeah. ten. It were, was like ten of which ten were IPAs. Were, one, one was, was fancy people, and one was Jada. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, fancy people because of the fucking rich cunts from you know the Hamptons and shit. Or they're from the city. People. And the city, yeah, the city. They come into the town for the summer to go finger bang, you know, the local girls, hang out, and then they leave in the fall. in each other. Oh yeah, all over. Do coke. Add the you know salt content to the sea, just splooging into it. I think that's what they did. I, I think that's a direct quote. I think the that, book I is think very that's right. strange, Nate. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's subtext. You got to read between the lines. So, <laughs> all right. So, a couple of things are going on. First, Brody decides to reopen the beach for Fourth of July weekend. He wants to. He wants it to be closed, but he's being pressured yep. by the mayor and the select men. And the newspaper editor was like, "If you close the beach, the no town one, is dead. No one will come. We haven't rented all of our." Best summer rentals yet. All the them, bungalows are open. <laughs> like, hey, if people keep coming here to get fucked by sharks, no one's going to show up. And they'll and he's concerned, you know, oh, people are going to get eaten. And they're like, no, the sharks yeah. definitely like, left by how now. How ridiculous is that? They're like, no, it couldn't happen again. Sharks don't eat people more than once. It's like lightning. That shark is full. <laughs> he's taking a shark nap. <laughs> like, that thing, they, like, we'll play the odds. It'll be cool. He's like... And in every scene with Brody and those people is like a cheesy seventies movie where it's like, and whose ass is going to be on the line? And like, it'll be ours. Relax. And it's like, no, it's going to be mine. Like, yeah, it's going to be your ass. It's going to, yeah, it's going to be your ass. And then yeah. he calls in Shark Spurt, <laughs> Matt Hooper. No, somebody else does. That's later he's on. Someone. Yeah. He he shows up fairly early. He, he does, but but he, he's but Brody someone calls him. him in. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck. Somebody else him. calls him. Played by. Richard Dreyfus. Richard Man, Dreyfus. They yeah. dramatically changed that character, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They changed a lot. So anyway, uh, uh, Brody decides to reopen the beach for Fourth of July weekend, and immediately three people get eaten. Two. The well, two like, kid? people get eaten. Like One someone, kid. the girl gets eaten in the in the beginning, and she says, "I should close the beaches." And they say, "No, don't do it." And he's like, "Okay." And then she's and from then out it, of town. They're like, "No one's yeah, gonna. No know. one's gonna. She's gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Actually, Long Island. One of the things. She's from. She's Utah. From, or she's yeah. Idaho. She's from Nassau and County. Then, it's cool. And then, <laughs> and then later that day, in the morning, a little kid gets eaten. He's like, "Man, I really should have closed the beaches." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay, we'll close them now for like a day or two. But we're gonna open them back up because it's Fourth of July weekend, but, and but, kids gotta fuck." But before they close it, an old man gets eaten, like not even on camera. Like you don't even see it. Oh, yeah, like, he, he dies off screen. Oh, and also an old man got eaten. And it, what? Shit, close those beaches. Yeah. But then the, Son of a beach. They, they've got to open them back up so people can get their money. And uh, and then they find that the next... And then there's 80% of the book in the middle that doesn't matter. Oh, but we have to talk about so much of it. Yeah, because that so much of it doesn't matter. Here, let's it have this so fucking stupid, stupid book. This, this beer doesn't matter. But it's made on Long Island, so let's drink it. This is called Cockinator. Did I tell you guys why I uh, chose this beer? Uh, no. I figure it, like, this was in the uh, the stable, and I guess you thought it was because it was from Long Island. That's my guess. But my reason was the Coconator <laughs> is because he kills so many people, it's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Coconut Terminator. <laughs> 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 so uh this is from blue point brewing company it's just is in patch hog it is a uh coconut doppelbach it's a really thin beer to be called a bock of any kind a doppelbach yeah Double. i also get no whiff of coconut in there i get like a slightest hint i bought a six pack of this and I'm like that sounds amazing and i was so disappointed 
So I saved one for you guys, and we just need to find an excuse to drink it. I feel like if it, it I feel like it's also no, there's no coconut. very close. There really be, isn't. It's nothing. very close to being good, and it is not. Yeah, if it had some fucking coconut in it, it would oh, be I, good. We, you it love coconut, not. so yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, coconut. I'm oh, sorry, coconut fucking beer is always pretty banging. It's the only when coconut it thing has I coconut, right? This yeah, when it's not. actually there. This is just. Nuts. Well, hey, Blue Point, <laughs> man. Blue Point <laughs> is owned by somebody big. Uh, is it InBev? Like one of the big companies that owns explains them. it. So I'll they just, don't have to try. I will blame it on that. That they're like, ah, fuck it. We could turn out some garbage. I feel like um, a smaller brewery, like Finback, a Finback, you know, that kind of size brewery that's pretty local. Fancy People is way more coconutty. Yeah. Than that beer, and it has like three other things in it too. Yep. This beer sucks uh, sucks my nuts. My coconuts. So everyone's like, oh, you can't. You're going to ruin the town. And everyone's going to be on the dole. Oh, just think I about fu- the Puerto Ricans. Dude, I fucking, I took pictures of all the <laughs> racist lines in the book. And that one was one of them. Because oh, my God. There were other oh, totally no. ones. There were well, a wait, lot wait, of wait. them. Wait, wait, wait. What about the one? It was like. The fairies or the something. Fairies the fairies decided yeah. to make it. This is like page four. I mean, yeah. it is like right yeah, at the no. beginning. Uh, the first one was, they're talking about uh, if, if no one comes to town for the summer, everyone's going to be poor. And he said, uh, we starve, at least, the very least. Next winter is going to be the worst in the history of this town. We're going to have so many people on the dole that Amity will look like Harlem. He chuckled, Harlem by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> like haha people in Harlem are are full, are poor and that's just that was the last one in the book because I that was the last one of my pictures of no, all the, the racism against as he called them in this book the blacks yeah <laughs> they were also just uh, there's another they passage. said there were going to be a there was going to be a race riot yes cuz he had to like oh i'm going to hire the black kids so oh i have no i have that riot. i have that one too it's uh here it's um the guy from the deli or the restaurant can't afford to hire two delivery guys, oh, yeah, so he yeah. only hires one, and he says, which one did you hire? He says, I can't afford two, let alone I don't have enough to work for two. The way things are, I can only hire one. One's white and one's black. Which one, are you, which one are you hiring? The black one. I figure he needs the money more. I just thank God the white one isn't Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the two passages I recall, there's one where they talk about the... Uh, like roofing nails or something like that, and they're, they, 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 oh, they yeah, clearly yeah. They're galvanized like Puerto versus... Rican guys are selling the oh, shitty yeah. nails, yeah, for no reason. They have to just keep saying like, and then the, like I forgot the name was like, and the Lopez brothers yeah. were selling <laughs> shitty nails, and then I was like, this is this is weird. And and while we were reading this, we we're texting each other like, this book is fucking garbage, and and Jimmy was ahead of it. Uh, for me, at least, and I was like, I think he's being sensitive, and uh, like, <laughs> I was not being and, sensitive. And, and I'm going through. I'm like, I'm like willing to. I'm, I'm much more willing to be like, this book's 50 years old or close to it. <laughs> Shit has changed. <laughs> it's from Long Island. Maybe it's just it just seems bad. And everyone's like, oh yeah, calling them the blacks. That's not really good. <laughs> that's that's really not good. As Ari says in but, one passage, <sighs> there wouldn't be enough work enough work for Amity's blacks. <laughs> but I mean, that's not. That's descriptive. It's not. It's not polite. But it's no. not inac- it, it, Listen, if you want to be inac- if you want to be offensive in 1974, we would have said some different shit. Certainly. But, <laughs> Certainly. Then, but then I got to a passage where they talk about like the girl who got you know who had died in a who fucking like hit by was dr- drunk drugged or something, and 
for no reason at all, the person who provided the drugs to the girl was the Polish potato farmer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Really? They have those in fucking <laughs> Suffolk County, Long Island? They have Polish potato farmers? Drug dealers? Also, they had that, that passage about how that one summer, someone people were getting attacked, and it was like, a black was running around raping white women. Not seven women or something. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. fuck. But like, they hushed it up. Yeah, and they didn't, they, they specified, like, he was a black guy. Like, they didn't ever say his name, just like, it happened. With, I was like, you could have said, there was a rapist. Like, a black rapist was running around raping white women. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was pretty extreme. <laughs> it was pretty, like, this is really uh, over the top. <laughs> but it was like, there's like the black racist stuff. There's some occasional Jewish stuff. There's the Hispanic the stuff. The Jewish one was my favorite. It's like yeah. out, of, out of nowhere. But like the like Polish you'd come, part. You come to expect the black thing at, through the whole book, and then it's like, wow, okay. Get the Jews. The in Polish there. one was just weird. The Polish one was so there's no potato. There's no potato farming in Suffolk County. There might be. I don't know. But Not in the just, 70s. Just, maybe the 1870s. It just felt weird. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's growing potatoes as a cover. For being a drug dealer, to he sells, girls in he the sells ketamine and rose potatoes, fingerlings and meth. Fingerings. That's his things. Yeah, <laughs> there, there was definitely parts like this. And we is, haven't even gotten uh, to the one of the best parts, which was the uh, Brody's wife and her lunch date. Holy oh, fucking dick yeah. falls <laughs> in the mouth. Holy shit! Holy shit! We need. Do we drink over like half the beer for this? We, we have to. We got to keep. We got to pound through these because there's no plot. To okay, this, this book. beer is really the good. The entire. 80% middle of this book is meaningless. It's shark attacks in the beginning and shark attack at the end, and everything in the middle is worthless garbage. Okay, I'm really excited about this beer, guys. This is from Finback. Uh, we found an excuse to drink it. It's called Blue Mondays, which has really very little to do with the book, but f- sharks have fins. On their backs. On their backs. And this is a double IPA that just recently came out. Yeah, recently, yeah. And it's called... Thank you. It's uh, double IPA with blueberry, honey, and vanilla. It is like a different IPA entirely. It is like very sweet. Yeah. I feel like you Jimmy can wants definitely this. taste the vanilla. I can't tell if this is one of the best things I've ever had or something that's just like okay. It's I don't, really I don't, weird. I don't know yet. I really like it a lot. It's, it's so weird. It's different as shit. I mean, it doesn't look, it's like, it's, it, I mean, it's you, don't, you don't get a lot of pinkish pie. Every I mean, blueberry co- beer I've had has been trash, yeah. except oh. this one. They're usually garbage. There's, There's one with a dog in the raincoat. Oh, and yeah. There's another sucks. one, but they're all terrible. I don't know why they even bother calling it an IPA because it's not an IPA. It doesn't taste like an IPA. It's That's a, a fair point. It's a fucking blueberry juice beer. Well, what would you call it though? That's the thing. I don't you know. Call but it's something, right? But call it's it not beer. an IPA. I, I think it's fucking delicious. First of all, call it a fucking nice. lager or something. I don't know. No, but it's not an lager. Ale. Call it an ale. But I, I, I call it a blue ale. Uh, I. Think they're all about whales. A blue whale. Yeah. Oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> I think there's an element of you know brand recognition or um, you know what are people going to buy? People fucking buy IPAs, and if you say, "Ooh, want to buy my blueberry ale?" and they're gonna be like, "No, <laughs> that sounds like something fair, weird." Yeah. Blueberry double IPA? Fuck yes, I want to buy that. Yeah, but I feel like IPA doesn't mean anything anymore at this point. This is a hoppy beer. It just has so much other shit in there that you don't notice it. Yeah, or I, I, it's I guess blended te- in. technically, yeah. I, I think it's a fucking cool beer. No, it's 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 pretty damn good. It's it's just I there's really nothing else like this. I don't. I I will say I don't directly detect honey or vanilla except in terms I of get, sweetness. I get, I get a little vanilla. 
You kind of get it in that same. What the fuck other one do we? That um, the creamsicle one. Oh, yellow cake. Oh, the androids. Oh yeah, one. yellow cake. Yeah, we have that it recently was, into the future or past. Yeah, that like that same like vague sense of creamsicle. It's it's like that. Like that's what vanilla tastes like to me. So this is like a blueberry creamsicle kind of beer. Yeah, yeah, which is not a bad idea. I mean, I dig this a lot. This is a cool thing. It's different. There's, I mean, in the you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of beers we've had. There are a few that are unique. Sure. There are variations on a theme many, many times, but there are five or six themes. But this is one that's different. Yeah. This is a pretty cool if beer. Only because most blue beers are uh, a catastrophe. Yeah. Abject garbage. Yeah. And speaking of being blue, the wife, uh, she does some blowing and she feels sad. So. She's sad because she is one of the summer people who decided to leave college and just stay in Amity and fuck this guy until she's dead. Yeah. Not just this guy. Well, that's what this, that's what yeah. this book guy is about. Too. So the wife, what the fuck is her name? I don't remember. Ellen? Ellen. Mrs. Brody. Yeah. So she's like from a rich family. She's from a rich as shit she family. she decided to marry Brody. A townie. Yeah. And Clearly, it's been terrible. Except not really. Well, I mean, she's bored. But she feels like she misses the rich life. She misses uh, cocaine and caviar parties. Yeah, pretty much. And every time she invites fancy people over for during the summer, she always feels out of place, like they've left her behind. And her husband, who's a trashy townie, feels like he's getting shit on, because he definitely is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the people invited to the town after the shark attack is... Um, Matt Hooper. Hooper. And this guy is the little brother of a guy she used to splooge on back in high school. Yeah. So anyway, he is a... Sharkologist. Sharkologist. Ichthyologist. He's an, he's an ocean guy. He's an ichthyologist. He's a scientist. He's a scientist. And um, Anyway, and he's there to, you know, study the sharks and, like, give advice about what to do. Providing this expert is, opinions. Uh, what's his name? What's the actor's name? Richard Dreyfus. Richard. This is Richard Dreyfus' character. And he's and very different in the book. Whole plot line does not exist in the movie. Because so his, his wife doesn't even exist in this movie. His wife or it doesn't matter. So no. Well, she's she's a she character doesn't in matter the movie. In the movie, but no, she's kind of out there. Anyway, it's just so, men um, being men and sharks being sharks. So the wife decides to put on a dinner party where she invites. Basically, no. First, she sees Hooper at the. Hardware the store? hardware store, yeah. And it's like, oh my God, you hardware. look so familiar. Are you the brother of David Hooper? I thought that Matt was just like, you used to, you used to bang my brother. Yeah, yeah. And she's no, no, like, she, she was like, you look familiar. Yeah, and, and like, he oh, said, yeah, yeah. yes, I, you, you used, used to, to date my brother, my, brother, my older brother. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember you. <laughs> um, and then it's like, oh, we should have a dinner party sometime. Because I'm bored with my marriage. Yeah. Pretty much. So she, a couple days later, while this whole shark thing is going on. Yeah, the shark, the shark is dormant for enough days for plot in the middle. But they're still going to have a dinner party, which... Which pisses off Brody. Pisses off Brody, and Ellen is like, or whatever her name is, is like flirting with Hooper. And literally, and then they have like, they have like day, another couple over, and Hooper, and some lady... Who, you know, she's under the pretense of like trying to settle with Hooper, but she's clearly a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. And so they It was don't... 1974. Yeah. So. She's like, she's just not interested. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so the next day, 
of the wife decides to like set up this thing. Oh, could you take the kids to school? Oh, could you? Oh, I can't meet you for lunch. Oh, okay. And then she sets up this whole dinner date in the it's town. It's a lunch date. A t- t- lunch date. Yeah, that's what it was. Lunch date, which clearly right away, it, you know, she basically she wants shit. to fuck this guy. Yeah. And does. And she does. And But they have a very, very, beyond suggestive, it's just salacious lunch cover like it, it it comes out of nowhere yeah, there's like, literally they haven't even ordered food yet yeah and they're and talking. they get into uh one of the other lines i remember i didn't write anything down but oh yes. I, I made sure to capture capture this moment the lunch date proceeds from like hey you want an appetizer or a few drinks sure and then proceeds immediately to what kind of sexual fantasies do you have She's right like, there's no real intermediate point and she's like oh you know i like to imagine that uh, a workman is in the house, and he is, he comes in, and he just has his way with me. Like, oh, what's he like? Like, is he big? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, he's quite tall. He's like, I mean, is he big? She says, What do you mean? Like, like down there? I said, Oh, you know. She says, Usually, said Ellen. Yeah. And she chuckled, huge. And the guy asked, Is he black? <laughs> but and she says, No. I've heard that some women have fantasies of being raped by black men, but I never have. And then they move on. But the f- that's it. But the big first thing she says, like, like when a fantasy is you, she says mostly rape. Like she's like yeah, rape fantasies. Jumps right into that. It's like, oh, like, you it's know, fucking nuts. A uh, handsome Fabio type that whisks me up my feet, or someone who rapes me, like a workman. And uh, yeah, she's like, uh, yeah, some rape. And there's there's so much before this though, of her preparing for the date. That's so weird. Like, oh, I copied that too. A whole chapter. Oh, she's yeah. Like, no, I copied that. She's like, well, my tits aren't too saggy. Yeah. And <laughs> I wasted this. Was the, this small. was the only non racist uh, part that I copied. Down. I can't hide the fact that I have childbearing hips now. And then. Oh, here we go. She, uh, she, like, she wished she had some of the feminine hygiene deodorants she had seen advertised. But lacking that, she powdered herself and daubed cologne, daubed cologne behind her ears, inside her elbows, behind her knees. On her nipples and on her genitals. Yeah, because her pussy smells like fish. Yeah. She fucking, like, <laughs> shoves some cologne in her cooch in case, you know, she's ready to bang she's the attract, stranger. She's looking to ca- attract sharks. <laughs> it's, abs- the- it's like this, it's like a, it, like, delves into almost like a film noir. It's so weird. Like, man. level of women characters. It is, of course. She's like, <laughs> like she's, she's just and there. Then, to, she's just she, there to fuck. She breaks down her whole body. She's like. And I guess my feet aren't bad either. Like, it's, like, really weird. And, then and the I didn't only, get it. The only time I've ever seen or heard this word, she says, yeah, if, I, if I cut my toenails, it's good enough <laughs> to <laughs> Like, it'll keep even a pedophile. And I'm like, pedophile? But it's <laughs> pedophile, P-E-D-I. That's not I think that's you, a fucking word. You don't want to confuse those. <laughs> They're called foot fetishes for a reason. Yeah, like. As if a guy who's into feet. I'm a pedophile. They'll be like, hey, oh, those no. are some good 41 year old feet. Like, that's what she's saying to herself. Those feet have been through some stuff. <laughs> Wants me to go through my face. They wear a lot of water socks. <laughs> I water socks. Are those fucking like shoes? Like, uh. Oh, those, those like things yeah. you wear at the beach if yeah. you're fucking lame as shit. <laughs> water socks. It was, it's just so much. She just describes her MILF body. She's like, oh. Who yeah. doesn't want it? But there's also passages earlier where the husband's like, he's six foot one and he weighs 160 pounds, 180 pounds now, but his wife doesn't look a day over 30. <laughs> <laughs> and 
it is so much weird shit about how the wife still looks good. The writing is so bad. Oh, it's, it's terrible. This is so, so bad. bad. It's like, anyway. And I meanwhile, shark wrote this. that whole part of the book doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't the whole, matter. And after, after the lunch where they like go to the motel and he like ejaculates screaming at the wall or whatever <laughs> the fuck. And he's like, what am I reading? Not an exaggeration. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, well, there's one more amazing line in that scene. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff where it, she's like, why did I do that kind of thing? And she goes, but perhaps it could be recalled physically as well as mentally. She wanted an injection, and all I thought was literally <laughs> <laughs> an inf- a transfusion of the essence of her past. She just like wanted to fuck one more rich guy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all she, it was. That was. But the, she mm-hmm. needed that hot beef injection, but from the past. But none of this matters to the plot. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It was at all. no purpose at all because it has nothing to do with the shark. Yeah, the Definitely. shark is the only good character and in this book. <laughs> it's not, and only in one tiny little way. Okay, so when you get to. Almost the very end, where Larry Vaughn is like, I'm done with this place. Goodbye. He comes into her house and just like knocks on the door. It's like, oh, I'm here to say goodbye because, you know, I have no money left and I have to leave. Yeah, and, and then he also, says, like, by the way, the mob the runs way, everything. And, and, and then he says, oh, by the way, I think we could have had a nice life together. And then kisses her. This is and then and then kisses her on the head and the leaves, and then she has the thought, "Wow, that was really weird." (laughs) No, she has the. Her thought is like, "Yeah," and she she began to realize that her life with Brody was actually meaningful. That because that guy was an idiot, something (laughs) like that, something like that. And he's he's fleeing from his mob loans. (laughs) <laughs> yes, he's pleading from his mob. It was another throwaway from his, plot line. <laughs> from his mob loan shark. He took a lot of mob loans to buy up property. But anyway, and now he can't sell them because she, of sharks. She has the like the she fucks Hooper. And then because the only sucks. way in which like for her like character arc it comes back is when the other the other guy is like, "Oh, we could have had a nice life together." And she's like, "Oh, maybe I do appreciate Brody." That's it. That's, that's <laughs> all that happens. That was like a two-second scene between shark attacks. I just remembered one more great line about uh, her fantasy scene with Hooper. Uh, when when they're they're talking about like oh like where would we go bang each other you know and then we yeah. we definitely get a motel room and he's like that was like the first line and like where would like yeah, hey what's like, your you went to like things yeah you're I like, into being like raped? fun okay I can hey, help you with that by the way. After, like, what's your favorite color? Like, where would we get a motel to fuck each other? Oh, yeah, r- r- normal question. I like when he goes, like, uh, well, the second time, she's like, the second is like, well, the first time, it, you know, it'd go fast. It'd be in the car. <laughs> I'd, I would just nut instantly the first time. But there's a part where she's like, she giggled. She, oh, here, let me read the quote. Ellen started, that's her name, Ellen, started to giggle again, imagining the sight of Hooper lying by the side of the road, stiff as a flagpole, <laughs> and herself lying next to him. Her dress bunched up around her waist, and this is the part I highlighted, and her vagina yawning open. (laughs) (laughs) Glistening wet for the world to see. Because the car crashed, right? I don't even know. That was it. That was it. This was her thing because the car crashed, and they were both dead. 
That's what the that's what her this, this image was. It's like it's so, it's so <laughs> yawning open. What does that mean? <laughs> so in her fantasy, they're both dead, and she's got yeah. a giant box that could yawn. <laughs> it's like a sentient cooch. <laughs> that gets tired. <laughs> it's sleepy. <laughs> it's been through a lot. Time for a nap. <laughs> This is almost as good as Fifty Shades. This <laughs> is like that level of shit. It's not as poorly written as Fifty Shades, but it's really close. It's it's close. There's fifty percent more sharks. I <laughs> think <laughs> like how how much deodorant she had to put on her body to fuck this guy. She put it on her nipples. She's like, if I had to put she put the put cologne. She didn't have any deodorant, so she put just cologne all over her. But body. she did like. Spray deodorant on her feet. It was like a. Car, it was like walking through a car wash. <laughs> like how, like the how hot wax section at the end. Well, she's a, she's had children, so she's just worthless in the <laughs> eyes of this book. <laughs> she's she's like a filthy old bag, covered she's in sea 37, foam. Thirty-seven, just to throw her away. He's having another beer. Yeah, and we get to like the real part at the oh, end. Yeah, the part that you fucking here. What's this about? We're yeah, this. What is it? Uh, oh God! I brought this. Me. This is called Tiny Juicy IPA. I was wondering what this one was meaning to you. Because all the other sharks next to Jaws are tiny. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, yeah. (laughs) And you know, when you discussed it, I forgot we were talking about a book with sharks in it at all. (laughs) Because there's really not that much shark action in this whole fucking book. Tiny Juicy IPA, 4.2%. This is from Five Burrows Brewing Company, which is in Brooklyn. It's not bad. Nice. Straightforward. Yeah. Crisp number. Nice summer beer. I could pour some of this into my yawning vag. <laughs> it's glistening for everyone to see. Let's <laughs> lay dead on the, the road. Side of the road. What was the, what was the goal of that? Like they were having sex while driving and they died. Yes, and they crashed. That's a terrible fantasy. That's what she was afraid of. She was afraid that they would be having sex while driving and they would die. Yes. Okay. This is at the lunch. This is at this is what she's thinking about at the lunch. They've also had four like liquor drinks before the food gets there, and then she complained like these aren't really scallops. This is no, he does. Someone does. He complains like the oceanographer. He's like, this isn't real. Are these scallops or are they flounder cut into circles like your cooch? (laughs) And he's guessing is like just as I thought, old cooch. It's that sounds about right, yeah. And then they go to a motel, and he comes on the wall or something. I don't know. He like bangs her, but he has like an angry face. He's like, "Fuck you, bitch!" And he, and he like, because he's trying not to nut in her because he's been jerking off thinking about her since he was eleven years old. And then uh, she's like, "Oh, it's so magical! It's like crazy!" And he cries the whole time. And then uh, he doesn't do it a second time. He like goes to sleep and eats a sandwich. Like, I don't know what happens after that, but weird as hell. And then they go hunting for a shark. <laughs> And, this, and then you never really need to know about it again. Except, except Brody, except Brody, the whole time definitely knows, but won't admit it to himself. He's the it's best like, cop. He's like, ever. "Hey, I called them and they didn't answer me. They're definitely fucking. Even though they met a few days ago." But this is like, there's no cell phones. There's no GPS. Yeah, he's. He I called her at the day. house and I called him at the hotel, or he should just sit all day waiting for my call. He's the. Sh- it's. It's amazing how good a cop he is. He's just a jealous dick. 
he just he just fucking cracks it open. He's like, I knew it was those Puerto Rican guys selling the shitty nails. <laughs> and speaking of getting nailed, my wife <laughs> didn't answer my call that one time. And then they find a man, the Quint. Oh, the, the saltiest semen in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you meet like, earlier in the book. They just introduce him. They, like, yeah, they introduce him hey, for two pages. You hear about that shark, and he's like, "Yeah, you want to go kill that shark? Not today. I'm gonna go fuck it later." <laughs> and so then they find Quint, the old seaman. They describe him as like he's bald, but not like it's shaved, like he's never had hair before. Like the sun baked it off his head. <laughs> like the Jimmy. Been... Yeah. No, I had hair. <laughs> he's like an old scrawny man. He's tall and lanky and ropey. Like he's just been in the sun hoisting shit for 40 years. He and Brody and Matt, the sharkologist, go out to the sea. Atheologist? <laughs> he's a sharkologist. He is an he's atheologist. He's an atheologist. He says it like seven times. Okay, fine. Like when she introduced, hey, children, I cheated on your dad with this man. Come meet him. And they all, like, oh, hello, Mr. Hooper. He's like, I'm an ideologist, sons. Here's a shark tooth. I want you, here, Ellen, put this in your vagina. I'll fish it out later. And so they spend several days fruitlessly searching for the shark by chumming the water, which is now illegal. You know, that, yeah. Because it attracts sharks. <laughs> Oh, so all, the, all those guy. like places where you know you can go to like shark sit in a cage and look look at sharks. You're not allowed to throw shit into the water. The shark's pretty pretty randy. I'm sure people totally. But it was that. the 70s then, so it was like, yeah, we're gonna go catch this shark. And they spend a few days not doing very well. <laughs> and then the final day, Matt's like, I'm gonna bring my shark cage. It will be fine. And Brody's like, I don't give a shit if this guy lives or dies. I hope he dies because I think he fucked my wife. Maybe. But. Even before that, Quint, like, there's a point where they almost punch each other, Hooper and... They can uh, do a boat fight. A boat fight. <laughs> because their favorite kind of boat, they're arguing about which kind of boat. Some people like other boats, and some people like sloops. When, but they get into a fight, and they're about to hit each other, and Quint's like, ah, saw that coming. You landlubber. This is called Green Islands by Sloop Brewing. Sloop is a kind of boat for any non-white listeners. It's also a, uh, a Beach Boy song. Yes. Sloop John B. He wants to go home because sharks are going to eat this guy that fucked Brody's wife. They ate all his corn. Isn't that a line in that song? Sharks love corn. Ate yeah. all of my corn. Wanna go home. So we've had uh, several variations on this beer, I feel like. or We've had a bunch can. of variations, and this is a different one. It's a double dry hopped IPA with oats. Not bad. It's nice. It's it's light, crisp kind of thing. Yeah, I dig it. The oats add a little haze to it. You can see it's a little fog, a little foggy looking. It means horses will like it. <laughs> Sharks won't. No, they will not. <laughs> Sharks do not like oats. That's nice. Uh, nothing dramatically great, but but pretty good. So then they go out and they're hunting, and yeah, Hooper is uh we totally skipped over the part where they were like, oh, we can't have any, we can't open the beaches because it's going to, people get eaten. And everyone's like, that's going to hurt the town. And then people start coming just to watch the shark eat people. <laughs> 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 like there's the Queens family. Yeah, like, wait, wait, you wouldn't? I, I, I live in Queens. I might go out there. But well, they, have, they, they open the beaches 
for a bit, and then there's a kid out there, and he swims too far out because he's a stupid kid, and say they see something in the water, and they get everyone in the water, and say, hey, that's it, fuck it, we're closed. No, that was the the kids on the beach, and the friend's like, I bet you $10 you won't go out there. Yeah, and they rescue him, but then the ser- sheriff, Brody, says, we're closing the beach until we get the shit figured out. Yeah, because they see the shark coming and coming. But there's also the family from Queens yeah, that are the the nice Italian-American stereotype. Like a fat guy is like, son, I want to see some sharks. And he's walking out there. He's like, show me some fucking sharks, my man. He's like, hey, buddy, what are you doing here? But the, the, the fish that they were so worried about it, like hurting the town ends up actually generating tourism interest. I thought it was funny. Like how, uh, when I started reading the book, I was like, oh, this is an interesting al- angle. Free market, baby. But like the idea of how will this affect this small town? It was it's the, mentioned uh, in the movie. So it, in the movie, there's like a little bit in sort of near the beginning of when the first when the shark attack first happens, that telling the people of the town, telling Brody, what if you didn't close the beaches and for the tourism? Like this is where the whole town gets their money uh, angle. Like that's in there, but I feel like that's half the conflict of the book. Yeah, it's way yeah. more of the book than it is the movie. Yeah. There's way more shark in the movie because that's all people care about. Yeah, it's, that's fun to watch. Watching some old because they have that whole they have that whole fuck fucking scene guy. in the movie where people are at the beach, aren't they? And they get eaten by the shark. The yeah. kid on the raft. Yeah, and they have that kind of in this, but it's not as that famous chaotic. shot with like yeah. the zoom in shot with a was it dolly in zoom out or something like that they do with a who was it Roy Schneider is that the, guy, the actor's name from Jaws? I think so. Yeah, they zoom in on his face and like his face stays in focus the whole time, the same size, but like the background shifts to the foreground. That like super famous fucking shot. In Jaws. I don't remember it, but I kind of understand. We're like meow, like it zooms in, and and it is a iconic shot in film. Um, that's like a that's that's that scene. That's like the Fourth of July weekend scene, and the kids on the raft that gets eaten. Do they? Do they even get to the Fourth of July weekend in the book? I yeah, like they skip. I think they skip over it. Yeah, that's one of the. That's when they're like trying to the first time when they're trying to ask him to keep the beach open. But okay, he's like, yeah. uh, I can, that's the I first can't argument. Remember because it was too stupid. Yeah. So anyway, let's get in. Quint and him are they're on a boat having a boat party, and, and they have the they bring the cage. Matt the Hoople is in the fucking <laughs> Jesus. Christ. He's in the cage, and the shark eats all the young dudes. Yeah, <laughs> the shark does eat Matt the Hoople. It bites him in half, and, and Brody's like, uh, whatever. He's really not that sad. <laughs> He's really not it, that sad. It, like, throughout the whole thing, Quint is like, sharks are stupid. And like, what if that shark's smart? He's like, no, they're not. They're dumb. And this they're shark... Dumb fishes. And Mott the Hoople is like, hey, I'm going to have this bang stick, which is like a shotgun shell on a, on a spear where you poke yeah. it in the face and its brain explodes, which is a real thing. But he doesn't use it. No, because he gets bit in half. But that doesn't happen in the movie. I don't he's, think Richard gets hit but in half. He's does too he? busy watching washing the old lady smells off of his groin. So yeah, then the shark like sees him with the camera, and the shark is so smart, it breaks open the cage, like it like bends the bars. And instead of you know being remotely smart, this PhD candidate just goes like, "I need to take more pictures of the shark," and then it eats him. Yeah, it, yep. gets, it gets through the cage really effortlessly because it's the biggest shark to ever live. Right. And there's a part earlier where like nobody knows how big these sharks can get. 
And, and then just I was like, oh, could be a hundred feet. There's several pages like I want to see a megalodon. Like, shut the fuck up. It's, like, this is basically a megalodon. They just were older. Like, no, that's a different that is, thing. That's not how that works. I saw that movie with Jason Statham. It's a different thing. <laughs> the Meg. The Meg was great. That must have been awful, dude. It was perfectly worth the three dollars I spent to rent it. <laughs> but Jaws was not a Meg. I. He was a very large shark. I'm sure when we suck, I'm going to just keep calling it the Smeg. <laughs> I call it in my head. That's, that's accurate, yeah. So, yeah, so Jaws is not a megalodon. This guy is not a fucking scientist of the ocean. He's the worst oceanographer. He's, he's, the, he's an oceanographer in the way Indiana Jones is an archaeologist. In that, technically, yes, but no. He does none of the work. <laughs> he does all the stuff that's not right. <laughs> Fair enough. And the other, and then, you know, he's dying, and then the next day they come back. Or it, they, they don't tell, even like stop for like a funeral. They don't get his body back. <laughs> they don't even, no, they don't well, even. There's no body left. But they don't even, half of him is still there. But they're just like, oh, let us think of the sea. Who gives a shit? Fuck it, leave it. They yeah. don't even do like paperwork. You know, they don't <laughs> yeah. Well, because yeah, Brody just goes back out. Hey, back, it was the seventies on the boat the next day. And, and then the first, next day, but they first stab Ellen it a bunch. is like, no, don't go out there. Don't do it. He already took one of my dick partners. <laughs> And then she's like, I guess I'll never have to tell him that I fucked this guy. And Brody's like, I guess I'll never know if she fucked this guy. They just move on. They just move past it. Yep. Because he's one. It's true. Then they go out. It's like they... any guy you fuck, I'll, eat to a, I'll feed to a shark. <laughs> uh, and then he goes back out on the boat with Quint the next day. And they don't and... have time to find another guy who knows how to drive a boat. Yeah. So they like, and then the next day, the shark attacks the boat. Tries to eat the boat. Like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck that boat up. Basically, like, cut, like, like, bites a hole in the boat and like rams the boat and stuff like that. And they reach for one of these. Oh god! A harpoon. A harpoon. This is from the Harpoon Brewing Company. Our second of the day, and it's called the, the MacGuffin. It's a wee heavy, and it's the strongest beer of the day. It's 11.8 percent alcohol, Scottish. Uh, Scottish we heavy. The MacGuffin is the thing that exists so that a story can take place. So in this case, the shark is the MacGuffin. It doesn't matter whether or not it makes sense. It exists, therefore, book. And this has the in this case, of there's two MacGuffins. There's a shark and Ellen's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Yawning on the side of the road. Like, really, dear listener, read that section of the book only. It's so weird. The it's middle so 80%. Ridiculous. This is pretty good. Definitely tastes better than an old vagina. This is, I think, probably the best harpoon beer I've ever had. Yeah, they tend to be kind of... Harpoon beers are generally pretty standard, like, inconsequential. This is also the only one with, like, a different can that I've seen. So maybe it's, like, a different category. I get, like, almost a banana flavor. Yeah, like like a syrup banana. Yeah, it's super duper sweet. It's quite sweet. I don't know what a wee heavy is. It's a really fucking sweet type of... um, Type of beer. Okay. We don't see too many Scottish wee heavies. I don't know if I've seen another one. Or if I have, this is, I don't know if I've seen a third one. We would have had one or two others, but not many. It's not a super popular style. It's kind of like syrupy and sweet. And that's it's kind quite, of quite syrupy. Not the most popular thing. So they're out there on the high seas. And, um, and Quint is like, I'm going to go kill that shark. And eventually, at, this, at the point where Hooper dies, I think, Quint's like, you don't even need to pay me anymore. 
I need I'm to just kill gonna the, kill that. Shark I need to kill for that personal shark. glory. I'm just, I just need to kill that fish. The they fish. call he it keeps a calling fish it the fish over and the fish, over the fish, again. Which you know he's dehumanizing it. <laughs> he's defishingizing. No, defishingizing it. Well, I mean, this really answers the question of why Quint was never generous. It's because his business made him selfish. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> ah, ah, fuck you guys. That was a good joke. I don't know where that was going, but yeah. <laughs> like, I was worried for a second that there was something that I totally missed in the book. <laughs> I, was like, I don't remember. I like, oh, and did this get way deeper than I, than I thought it did? It did not. Uh, no, not even a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. It's a good. So uh, they are. They're getting. Quinn's like, save your four hundred bucks. That's what they were paying him a day. Four hundred. That must have mm-hmm. been a good amount of money at the time. Yeah. That was a lot of fucking money. It was like two grand, three grand, I don't something know. like that. Yeah. It was like it was like a four hundred bucks a day. Yeah. It's and, a lot. Yeah. And, That's and, still a lot. <laughs> and that includes piles and piles of chum. Yeah. And the occasional dead baby dolphin. <laughs> oh, yeah, like a dolphin fetus. <laughs> I'm going to tie this dolphin fetus. fetus with a rope and drag it behind the boat. <laughs> and the shark just ate it instantly. Goddamn you, shark. Yeah, the shark is so clever, it gets it off the uh, hook. So the shark snagging it. attacks the boat. Right, this is the last time. And, like, sinks the back of the boat, and then Quint... I thought he, he attacks the boat, and he cut some hole in it and then he like Quint harpoons him a few times and then he fucking leaps up out of the water and smashes himself yeah yeah bodily through the boat halfway and sinks the boat yeah and then Quint is like his like his leg is wrapped around a rope he he Ishmael's it yeah yeah he goes full Ahab it's a hundred percent oh yeah Ahab yeah this guy it's a hundred percent exactly the same Oh, yeah. His leg is wrapped around it. He harpoons the thing to death, and it drags him down. And all that's left is Brody and his whore wife. I was pretty sure Moby Dick lived in the book. I thought Moby Dick died. Yeah, in the book, Moby Dick lives. I thought Moby Dick died. No, he didn't even care. Well, in this, this, the shark is definitely Actually, Moby Dick, doesn't Moby Dick also smash himself on the boat? Yeah, but he doesn't die. He fucks the ship and leaves. But the shark doesn't die either. I thought the shark dies. I thought the shark died. The shark dies, and they he drags uh, Quint down with him because he he goes because, st- he goes still, which sharks can't do. Hence the uh, page oh. one plot. I thought yeah, so. The shark okay, dies. maybe I mean I wasn't really paying close attention. Oh, it didn't oh, matter. Was, it was, it was awful. This was really it did not stupid. matter at all. <laughs> I really thought the shark just decided to like swim down, just no. like left. No, he he died. The shark oh, okay. the shark dies. And died just, from what? He got stabbed a bunch of times, like through the face. So the shark, so so Jaws, like smashed the boat and like that was his killed Quint. But what killed the Quint, shark? Quint didn't die. Quint, Quint, stabbed, Quint harpoons a bunch of times, and then the shark takes out the boat, and then just the Quint harpoons him at some point again or before. And when the shark collapses and just bleeds out or whatever the fuck, and it just sinks into the so, sea, the rope from the harpoon is wrapped around Quint's leg and drags him down with him. So the shark is dead, dragging Quint down. Okay, I was not, a shark, so I was not paying attention, but there wasn't like a dramatic event where it was like, he oh, just get, now he just the gets, shark is dead. No, he, the, the shark, the shark just, died. Yeah, the Something shark killed just, the shark. It just, it just dies from it, all the harpoons yeah, it, it, and like, just stops. 
okay, and sinks fine. and drags Quint down with him. And then Brody swims to shore. I have yes. my favorite line. Like Brody is holding onto a, a flotation cushion, mm-hmm. which they had made fun of earlier. Like those, like only going to sustain That's for eight year olds. Yeah. And the shark comes right up to him, and I had to write this down because it's amazing that he uh, there's an ejaculation of hopelessness <laughs> is what he screams, <laughs> which that's the much best. like Madden to his wife. That is the bre- best prog song title, prog metal song title <laughs> I've ever heard. It's Ej- definitely a Lincoln Park song. Ejaculation of hopelessness. I think it's by Dream Theater. And they, Oh, it's ejaculation of hopelessness. He just screams in the face of the shark, and then the shark gets right up to his face and then just sinks. It it spent its last efforts to eat the small town mayor and died. It couldn't make it. Small town chief. Oh, gee, yeah, Not even the old board of selectmen. <laughs> and then it sinks down, and then he watches it sink, and then Quint is there, just his dead fucking body also sinks with the shark. That's what I got out of the ending. And yeah. then he starts to swim to shore to find his whore wife. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And the end. The end. Now, in the movie, they use this thing where they, like, blow up the shark. Yeah, oh, they do. Real. They use the bang stick or whatever the fuck. Oh, they no, use, like, it a, was... A, a air tank it was an air tank. With, oh, so we, like, right. They put the, the air tank in its mouth. bites the air tank, like the, like the scuba tank, and then Brody, like, shoots it with the gun. Yeah. And which, then it explodes. Know, and then so the shark's head explodes, and then it's clearly dead. But Quint... That's the difference. Quint still that's dies the in the movie. Yeah, 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 Quint dies. But, every, and and but Hooper Matt, dies. Hooper doesn't die, I thought. Yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah, the end of the movie is... Is also just like the book. It's it's Brody swimming back oh. to shore. I saw the movie once. Oh, Hooper dies. I didn't think Richard Dreyfuss no, died. Yeah, he does. Oh, sh- I have to rewatch this movie. You Clearly, don't I don't know. You don't have to. It. I really think Brody's the only one left. That's my recollection. I thought Hooper lived. Man. Well, Hooper does not fuck his wife in the movie. So no, because no, he's a because he's Richard Dreyfuss. <laughs> it's like oh, no, nah, I'm good. Not as much of a stud. So is this worth reading? No. It's a hard Don't note. read this book. Don't waste your time reading this book. Maybe that middle section. <laughs> just the important stuff. Yeah, just that one scene. No, Hooper lives, dude. In the movie? Yeah. Really? Yeah. According thought, to right, it, Wikipedia. it has been a long time. I'd say uh, don't read it either. It's a, it's a trash, shitty thriller from 1974 or whatever. If it hadn't made it into a movie, no one would ever know about this book. Oh, definitely. And they made a bunch of other books. And this guy wrote nothing but shark books the rest of his life. <laughs> That's really limiting. <laughs> and he might not—he might have written shit for his own, you know, interests. But hey, yeah, I got to turn out a shark. Got to put out a shark book every three years. That's what the publishers want. I don't know, but it's—it's it's total trash. Yeah, but so are most thrillers of yeah. this type. Like mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I mean, the shark thriller is not really a genre that exists anymore. I'm pretty sure The Meg was a book, actually. I believe it was, yes. A novel, excuse me. It's a novel. It's a, work, a work of art. I, I would say don't ever bother reading it. No. <laughs> it was pretty, gar- pretty much garbage. All right. If, if you have read it, <laughs> tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And if you've listened this far, why not leave us a review? You could uh, just sink your teeth into a five-star review for us. And we are now a member of the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. So check them out, too. 
And thanks for listening. Oh, leave us a five star review and we won't fuck your wife. <laughs> That's the other thing. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>